0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
1: 17 weeks, four quarters, 60 minutes. And it all leads up to one winning try. Three winning defensive departures that the Ravens have seen since the end of the 2023 season so uh you know there's been a lot of speculation about how you can see that going and Look, you hear the talks, of, you hear Zach Orr's t- uh, talking, you hear the players talking, Calvin Noy, you know, has something positive to say once he got promoted and, you know, Zach Orr um, spoke and said, you know, it's going to be a lot of hitting. And I was like, Oh, I don't know, friend, because they be out here giving flags. <laughs> so <laughs> don't hit too hard out there, friend. I get it. You want to be intimidating, completely understand. Just don't overdo it because you know that they're going to flag you. But, uh, what do you foresee with all the changes that were made um, from a defensive perspective? How do you foresee this going? Because I I can't not think Cordell that they won't have a little bit of a regression just because, you know, there's a different coordinator that wants to that wants to implement his game plan, which is, you know, going to probably be different than what Mike McDonald um, had. So um, but they do have a lot of core players still, you know? Um, so I'm just curious to know your thoughts on how you can foresee this going.
0: Yeah. I mean, like you said, I, I think regression is m- uh, very likely. Um, and it doesn't have to be major. I don't think that they're all right. of a sudden just going to be a bottom half of the league type of defense or anything like that. Um, but they were just so good in general. Even if Mike McDonald was still here, I would say, there's only, they could only go down. I don't know what else they could do uh, based off of what they've been able to do over the last, like, year and a half. Um, that said, yeah, you know, the, it's going to look somewhat different, right? I mean, I, I would think, I'm curious to find, everybody's trunk that I've talked to has made it seem like it's just going to be, you know, not the same, but there won't be anything major. Even when I asked Hobbs about it, I asked Hobbs about, you know, what what type of wrinkle or what type of difference could we see with this Zach Orr defense, um, especially considering how good the Mike McDonald defense has been? I don't even know how different you really want it to look, but you want to allow your coaches to put their own fingerprint on it. So I'm sure there are going to be creative things that Zach Orr wants to implement and a lot of things he, he, he'll he probably want to keep. But look, they're, they're going to lose some guys, especially those veteran edge rushers. Um it'll is back to relying on the young guys again Oway and Ajabo and you know it's 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 kind of like I don't know we'll we'll see you know still with those guys um but like you said you still have some your, your core guys Matabike, I think will still be on the team in some sort of capacity franchise tag most likely yeah. um, Roquan on the second level Kyle Hamilton on the third level still have um Marlon there for right now. Marcus is back there. Hopefully, he could put together a healthy season. So they they still have guys. Um, I think the defense will be fine. And the good thing about Zach Orr is that he already has the, the the respect of the players. He already has the guys' ear. He's a part of Ravens culture. He played here. He played in the league. Like it's set up perfect for him to kind of slide in and take yep. over Mike McDonald in which he's been a part of this defense the last two years as well. So it's not like he has to kind of learn this scheme all over. He already knows the scheme like the back of his hand. Now yep. he, he can kind of just adjust on the fly. He can put his own uh, fingerprint on there now to, to keep what he likes. So I, I think it's a slam dunk hire um, at, you know, with Weaver it was, you know, it was what it was. It just seems like he he gets passed up quite a bit in-house and outside. It was great to see him get that opportunity to be the Dolphins defensive coordinator. I think he'll be just fine out there. Um, losing Denar Wilson was huge too. I think Denar yeah. Wilson was their number one candidate um, to take over the, the defensive coordinator job. But I think with Mike McDonald's decision, Kind of going on as long as it did, I think that may have forced Denard Wilson's hand to go out there and take that that Titans job. So the good yeah. thing with Ravens is that they had a good in-house candidate in Zach or who's young as well, thirty-one years old. I mean, my goodness, um, calling plays on the defensive side of the ball, and that'll be tough. That'll be the one adjustment you're looking for is how is he calling plays, especially in critical situations because he hasn't done that before. At least Mike McDonald had experience doing it out at Michigan. Uh, Zach Orr, he, he he hasn't been a play caller before. So that, that'll that be the one thing. But John said that that's what he's kind of working through right now.
1: Yeah. I, I, you know, it, it will be very interesting uh, how this goes. Like you say, he's 31 years old, so he's very young. You know what I mean? I mean, it allows him to, you know, we were having these conversations about, oh, Mike McDonald potentially being the the next apparent heir. Even Anthony Weaver, a former Raven himself, being the next apparent heir. Um, And now the possibility is what if it's Zach Orr? He's also been a guy that's been with the organization for essentially his whole career. And so what if it works out that he's the guy that the Ravens want to mold and to develop into being the next guy if when Harbaugh decides that he wants to, you know, not coach anymore and do a front office uh, situation. So I definitely think that it is something that to consider. It is definitely something to consider when you see, you know, somebody so young. And look, Mike McDonald, you know, He's had his, what's the word I want to use? He He's moved around. I mean, he, he was the Ravens linebacker's coach, left, went to Michigan to be their defensive coordinator, came back. So it's he's had his elevation at different levels, even. You know what I mean? He's had his ropes on the college level. Then he turned around and had his ropes at the NFL level. At some point, if he would have stayed, it would have only been for another year. He would have had to have been offered the head coaching job with the Ravens, or he would have gone elsewhere. But this year, obviously, with the Triple Crown uh, situation, was going to be the year that teams were going to be interested in McDonald. But with Orr um, and his resume in terms of how long he's been here, you could potentially see maybe it's him that's the next apparent heir to the, 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 the franchise in terms of head coaching that they want to hold on to and say, this is the guy that we can make – you know, we can keep in-house and we can keep this guy being the uh, the, the next head coach. Oh, by the way, and I listen, it, y'all going to say, oh, here we go. But listen, this is the it, politics matter in the NFL, unfortunately. He's also black. So that means you can potentially get a uh, draft pick out of hiring a minority coach if he's the next man up. And that's something that Eric DaCosta, we know he loves getting draft picks, right? So getting it so having him potentially be the next guy in line. Oh, and by the way, I'm going to get a draft pick for hiring this guy to me sounds like something that the Ravens probably thought about moving forward. I don't know. I mean, but but I think that they're a very smart franchise and they also understand the dynamics of everything.